Welcome, welcome. You are now tuned into the voice. JJ the voice. Podcast. Yeah. Just took that play for a second. Yeah, man. We back at it again. I promise that you won't be if you describe me. Describe me. Describe me. I promise that you won't be if you describe me. Yeah, that was my song, Try Me. One of many. But, uh, man, I got a good one for y'all today, tonight, whichever it is for you. We're going to be talking about, are you ready? The wife and the hoe. Yeah, that's what I said. We're going to be talking about the wife and the hoe. (laughs) First question that pops into your mind is, what do those got to do with each other? <laughs> are they are they the same? How are they related in any facet? <laughs> but the question I ask you is, are they that different? How far apart are they? And what do they have to do with each other? And why are you going to talk about it? Well, I'm going to answer all those questions and more in the next few moments. The wife and the hoe. Then the hoe is the villain, of course. We know that. We know that uh, she's despised by the wife. And for many for many different reasons, she is despised. But why? And why is she so villainized when maybe just a short while ago the wife was the hoe? How can that be? Well, think about it. Nobody comes out, nobody comes into the world, Mary. Nobody comes out being a hoe either. But somewhere along the way, through the occurrences of life and situations and hurt and, and pain, the hoe was born out of that. And what is a hoe? Someone that gets around, we would say. Someone that sleeps around a lot of people. Someone that's uh, and hoeing for different things. <clears throat> now, not all hoes are, it's all about sex. Some are for money, for bags, for designer, for heels, trips, <laughs> whatever, whatever you, you, you have your, a hard desire for and that you can get one of, get most of by doing, you know, a simple task or performing a simple task. That's generally what hoeing is. But from hoeing to a wife, where does that happen? How do we get there? 
number four, you, you get all the friends, and I'm not saying that all hoes are once wives or all wives are once hoes. What I'm saying is, from the point to girlfriend to wife, from the point from hoe to girlfriend to wife, what happens in that shift? What what goes on that that leads to that uh to that culmination of walking down the aisle in the white dress? What happens? Well, we're gonna talk about a few things, and then I'm gonna give you three points as to what happens during that time that leads us to the wife to the hoe. So, and by doing this, maybe we can understand how to find that wife or find that holy wants to be a wife or find that diamond in the rough. Hold is not, has a job. Hold is not, doesn't mean she's not wife material. It just means that the stage she's at, it's a no-go. But we're going to get into that in a minute. So, what happens between from a hold to a wife? Well, it's a mindset. It's a mindset, it's circumstances, and it's life. That's what happens. <laughs> Don't tell me you gonna get me wrong, but how many old hoes do you know? <laughs> Take your time. I'll wait. How many do you know? And how many, if you do know some, how many you want to be with? None, probably. Because hoeing is not an older woman's game. It's a young woman's game. You get what I'm saying? Do you, you see what I'm, you see what I'm trying to tell you? It's 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 a <laughs> it's a process, an aging out thing. So it happen, What happens in aging is the mindset starts to change, along with the body. All these things start to take place along with having kids because one of the byproducts of being whole is you put yourself at more risk of uh, being a baby mama. And if you haven't gotten my book yet, one of the things that I talk about that stops girls from being wild or being whole, being hoes and being out there in these streets and dotting out and and doing and being just wild, our kids. It never fails. And the ones that may continue, it ain't on the same level. But 95% of the time, what cuts them out of that life, that selfish life, all about me, me, gimme, gimme, is kids. It tames them down. It helps them reel things in. It puts things in perspective. It keeps them from going out five nights a week. Now, if they have them young, they may still go out again and start hanging out, but it won't be on that level. It'll be on the weekends instead of going up on a Tuesday. Got the girls in this girl and she. Anyway, it stops them from doing that and going up on Monday. You know, uh, uh, ladies' night Monday or college night Wednesday or uh, 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 Thursday, Thursday, Freaky Friday, you know, Sexy Saturdays, you know, uh, Classic Sunday. Keeps them from going out every night of the week because they now have to uh, uh, shift their priorities and their strategies 
and how they live their lives. But by no means do I say recommend do that. That's a problem. Don't do that. That's a mistake. There's some girl that you want, don't do that. Just don't do that. Don't knock her because you want to calm down and be your wife or be your girl. Don't do that. So please don't, don't mistake that. I'm just telling you the result of those circumstances and what happens. Now, so if kids tend to calm that down, what calms hoes down? They get tired. They often get tired. And they often realize that, huh, this market is not for me. Now, <laughs> if they understand that and they can learn that this market is not for me, then they start to learn what it is and what it means to be a wife. Because a wife, you know, <laughs> a wife is not a hoe. But a wife is the one that understands her role, her purpose, and wants to give that to one person instead of many. And wants to receive that, that relationship, that intimacy from, from one person instead of several. Because intimacy is more than just having sex. It's more relational. See, when you're intimate with someone, you don't have to be doing anything, but just be in their presence, and you can still feel this closeness. Just like you can feel disconnected when you never were connected physically. See, people can be connected and be on two different sides of the U.S., two different sides of the country and still feel connected. Connected is not a physical thing. Connected is a mental thing. It's a heart thing. It's an emotion thing. But it's not a feeling thing. See, feelings can go here and there and everywhere and up and down. But emotion thing encompasses all of them. Because you've got to have some type of emotion or connection to the person in order for intimacy to happen. And that is something that's often not, doesn't lend itself to girls at home. So now we're getting into how the separation, where the separation starts. Because home is about receiving. It's about getting. It's never about giving. It's more transactional. Oh, they give something. But it's not uh, it's only surface deep. It's not deep what they're giving. And so you're only receiving. I receive money. I receive bags. I receive purses. I receive. Yeah, it's all cool for a while, but it's all going to leave you empty. Because five years from, from that time, that bag ain't going to be no good. You're going to need another one. It's, it's like trying to fill a, a, a pot a pot of water with a hole in it. You can put a lot of water in there. Put the water in fast. Fill it up. But if you stop putting stuff in, it's eventually all going to sink back out. And you'll still be, what, at the end of the day? Empty. That's what. That's the problem with home. I, I, you do what you do while you do it, but please understand that it's not going to get you to where you want to. It's not going to get you the end result. It's a temporary fix to a long-term 
a problem that you're going to have. Only may solve one or two problems for a short short term, but you're still going to have the same problem at the end of the day. And you have the time that you wasted and lost and put yourself behind the eight ball. Because, once again, how many old hoes do you know? How many older single women do you know? For whatever reason. Now, I'm not going to talk about marriage because <laughs> that's a whole other topic. Because once you get married, you got to learn to stay married. And that's, <laughs> that's not what we're going to talk about tonight because that's a whole other hours of me <laughs> talking to you about that. Even though I'm not married, which is, you know, maybe ironic. Well, how can you speak, John? Because I understand on a different level. I see on a different level. I hear on a different level. I I, 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 I interact, I experience on a different level that lends me knowledge, that lends me an ability to be able to speak about that which I haven't done. Now, you know, people may, oh, how can you talk about this? Useless side note, we're going to get back to it in a second. But I just want you to understand. Like, how can you talk about it if you've never done it? Well, how can a doctor treat you if they've never had your issue? That's like saying a doctor has to have, has had your type of cancer. He's had to have your broken bone. He's had to have your blood issue, your heart issue, your eye issue, your brain issue, your foot issue in order to be able to treat you. No, the answers are he hasn't had any of the ailments that you have come in to the hospital with. Yet, he still understands how to treat you, what you're probably feeling, going through, and tell you the medicine that you need to take it, even though he hasn't taken the medicine himself before. And yet, you still trust blindly. You still trust why? Why? Because he has a title. I'm not saying you're not supposed to trust the doctor. I'm just trying to put that into perspective to say that just because someone hasn't done it doesn't mean they don't know, think, know anything about it and can't lend an insight into it. That's all I'm saying. Now, back to life in the whole. It's a transition because as a big hole is not a market for hoeing as you get old. So, for those that may be out there, or if you know some, just let them know. Hey, time is wasted. This is not a long-term solution because there's no market. So, the hope and the wife, how are they similar? They're similar because they and they relate because most guys would like a little hoe in their wife. Let's just be clear. They would. They were like a little hoe and they white. They want a little, little, you know, a little freakiness, a little nastiness. Because it's, it keeps things interesting. It keeps things spicy. Now, everybody can't tell you this out loud. Some of you guys won't say it. In their mind, though, yeah. Nod your head. You ain't got to say nothing. Just if you're with your girl listening, just, you know, wiggle your toe a little bit. I feel you, bro. I feel you. And so, Yeah. They just don't want their girl to be with everybody. And that's the problem with the hoe. That's the disconnect. And women don't want the hoe with their man. 
So, <laughs> what do you do? Well, women, try to incorporate a little, you know, a little spice, a little, little hoish tendencies into your relationship. But these are after the, either after the fact things for most. If you're already married, this is after the fact because chances are you're with your woman because she had that or, you know. So, I'm not getting out until you get too much, but you... You made a decision already, so you kind of got that figured out. But for those that don't, and you're trying to transition from the from the whole life, or you know, it's not a whole no more style life. Well, but they're both the same. We're kind of the same, but you know, they if they get the same result, they want the same thing. But it's the same process. So if there's some girl that you want that's out there, horn, give her time. And you sure you want her? Give her time. Because it's it's a matter, only a matter of time before that is over with. I don't care what country you go to. I don't care what city you go to. It's the same. Nobody beats time. Nobody. Nobody has ever beat time. 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 Time will even out everything. Time will change everything. But, and those that realize that and recognize it, realize that hoeing ain't the way to go. I, I don't care what it is. I mean, you can't even be perceived to be a hoe if you want to ever get out of that life and want to ever find somebody that's going to be about you, that's going to be intimate with you, that on your bad day is still going to be there, that in the hospital bed is going to be sitting there next to you waiting and not in the street. With, with Tatiana, it's not out there. It's going to be waiting for you till you get better. For better or worse, richer or poor. Not for when it's just good. See, they got, the person that leaves during that time has lost intimacy at some point. Somewhere along the way. Because as valuable and as important as intimacy is, it's easily missed and undiagnosed. And it fades away Ever so subtly, it fades away subtle. It's a subtle thing. It's a strong connection when you have it, but it fades away subtly. It's so subtle that <laughs> you'll just wake up and you're getting served papers if you don't pay attention to it. Because intimacy is not about physical. Physicality, because you can go through the motions of being intimate and not really be. It takes time. It takes being around someone consistently, being in their presence in order to find and realize what intimacy is and having that real intimacy. And it's even, it's even go, it's even harder to realize when you're in, in a uh, marriage. Because you get in routines and you get busy with kids and and just doing normal things and getting through the week that you won't know it's missing. So this ain't a marriage seminar, but you know we're not talking about that tonight. But those are things you have to look for. It's in the book. I talk about it in the book. Uh, Many women, one on one, the end of Mister and Mrs. Wright. I haven't told you yet, and so. When you're transitioning from, 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 from home to wife, 
those are one of the things that's missing in the home when you're doing that life and that type of life. And now the other difference, the other difference between, you know, the wife and the home is, is, is what she wants out of the interactions. Because before it was transactional. So you're transitioning from a transactional situation to a relational situation that you would have in becoming a wife. Now, you're not instantly a wife just because you say you are, but you are a wife before you are a wife, before someone decides they want to marry you. So you have to be what you want to be before you are it. You get what I'm saying? It's like you're a boss before you even have a business because it's a state of mind. It's a state of of action. It's how you carry yourself, how you talk, and how you move, how you act, how you respond to things. You are it before you are it. So when you're transitioning from being, you know, I'm for everybody. I'm everybody's girl. I'm everybody's girl for a price. I'm everybody's girl for a time. To being, I want to be somebody's, somebody that just wants me, you know, and not for what I can do and not for, 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 for who I am or who they think I am. I want to be somebody, somebody, somebody's mom, somebody's missus. I want somebody's last name. You know, home is like being a straight cat trying to find a home. You know, tell you got a home, you're just a straight cat. You know, that's it. You're a straight cat trying to find a home. Now you're, now you're a house cat. Now you have a name once you find your home. People, somebody that wants you. You know, running around from place to place, that's going to get old real quick. But sometimes you, you find that people will go to the whole life because of hurt, because of doubt, because of what happened in the past and what happened in your last relationship and and I don't know no other way. I don't know an example. So some may flock to it. But it don't matter when you start. It all has an expiration date. And it's sooner than later. It's not at the age of 55 where you can collect social. Maybe 55 and a half where you can get social security. Or it's not at 60 when your Medicare kick in. That is not your retirement date. It's around 30, 35, 40 if you take care of yourself. But after that, you're pushing it. You, you're not getting top dollar. You're not, ain't nobody signing up for you. Nobody's in your inbox no more. Nobody's blowing up your DMs. Nobody's saying, I'll drink your bath water, take you on a trip. It's going to age out. And, but if you try to use that time and try to become a wife, you're not, it's not going to be good. Because, <laughs> guys tend to want, want to, to, to buy high, not, Buy low. And it's not that you don't have any work. It's just that. Why? You now have to prove why. Answer the question of why you. Why now? Why buy a high mileage car when they got all these lightly used or new cars on the lot? That's why. That's the problem with the, the whole game. You got to stop that. As I said earlier with the baby mamas and. If you can't get out of that unscathed without having, you know, some 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 baggage. 
then consider yourself lucky. But you have to make that change. And in that change, you get to see the difference between the hope and the white. And it all starts in the mind. It starts when you decide that this ain't what I want to do. You're going to have to get a real job. This ain't what I want to do. You can't be out all night. This ain't what I want to do. This all has to happen in your mind. I'm going to get education. This ain't what I want to do. I don't want to dance no more. This ain't what I want to do. Then all dancers are hoes. You know, I hear. You know, like I got personal knowledge, but I hear. So I'm just do the dancing. But just because you're associated in that circle, it's going to be hard to differentiate yourself from being that. Just saying. It's just a stigma. So you might want to wait before you, you want to present yourself, present who you are. And what you're doing now before you present your past to someone. Because you can often run away someone by presenting too much too soon. Take your time. Let them know you. Now, if you're still doing it, then you might want to come out with that off the rip and say, yeah, I still dance. But if, if, if that's not what you do no more, that's part of your past, then let them know where you're going in your future. And then if the past comes up, you talk about that. That's, that's that's the mode of operation that you want to have if you're, you know, that's the type of home you were doing. But who you are as a person, that doesn't change so much. Who you are because when you're home, you're not really meeting the real person. You're not really meeting you. You're meeting a representative. And, and and you're meeting a representative of that life and that lifestyle. That's who you're meeting when you're home. You, you generally don't meet the real person. You see glimpses, pieces here and there, but for the most part, because it's, how can you allow so many people access to that? It's just going to mess you up mentally. And that's why from going to hold to the wife, Generally, the thing that changes the most is your mindset. As I said before, you start acting like what you are before you are. Now, not everybody wants to be married. Not everybody wants to be married. So, but the same thing that makes you a good wife is the same thing that makes you a good girlfriend, makes you a good woman. And that will get you somebody. That will get you somebody that's going to be there for you. As you get old, when you get gray, when you get saggy, when you drop down. Now, I'm not talking about the guys that's the whole because we know what we got to do. This is not really a big issue because we don't have access and we can't do it like this. Some guys, a few guys, that they have girls that you can call, you know, male hoes. But not every guy don't got it like that. But just about every woman can. Whether she fine or she average or she okay. Whether she fine or is she thick. They can they can get it like that because it's just the women. That's just what it is. They got that 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 special thing down there that will allow lend itself to do that if you wanted to. So that's why I'm not talking too much about the guys. So don't think ladies that oh he's all about women. No, no, no. This just happens to pertain mainly to women. 
So my next uh, point two, first point was mindset. That's the, that's the one of the differences between the whole and the white. The second point is goal at the end. What is their end goal? See, when you go from horn to, to, to a wife, it's what do you want out of this? And generally, it's somebody that wants me, that I don't, don't want to be with Tom, Dick, and Harry all the time. I want to be somebody, somebody, as he talked about. So it's what, what is the goal at the end that, that I want out of this? And point three. What stage are you in? Most important, what stage are you in? I told you earlier that you can get uh, uh, a wife. You can get, uh, you can find a girl that's, that was previous hoe or recovering. <laughs> Maybe recovering hoe. I don't know. <laughs> if there is a thing. <laughs> but it's not that they're bad people. It's not that they're... Uh, you, they ain't no good for nothing. It's just what they do is no good. It's bad business. It's not that you you trash that you can't be used. It's just what you do has to stop in order to be able to use you in another way. In order to be able to put you in a position to be able to put you on a pedestal and 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 and, and care when you're having birthdays and 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 bringing your favorite chocolates and. And you know, and give your foot massages after a long day of work. You know, that's a, all those are certain levels of intimacy, and none of them involve sex. And I told you, intimacy is not just sex, it's a byproduct of sex. When you're intimate with someone, it'll lead you to sex. Trust me, even when guys don't want to cheat and they, and, and they just want to talk, well, <laughs> That's the problem with talking. Talking leads to intimacy. <laughs> and intimacy leads to sex. That's why, brother, you got to be able to talk to your woman. That's why you can't choose your woman just for a physical thing because it won't be a physical thing generally that's going to lead you away. Especially if you went into it, you know, 100% with your woman. It's going to be that talking that leads you away. It's going to be that intimacy mentally that you have that's going to lead to the physical thing because it's going to lead to a connection. So you can't spend a lot of your time talking <laughs> with Mr. Nice Guy, you know, especially not, you know, close relative, friend, the family, stuff like that. That, you know, is different. But we talking about that stranger, you know, that no, no friends, no, no, no. You heard Drake. Talking about these no new friends, you know. So <laughs> be careful. Be careful with me. Oh, you know, that's part of it. But you should be careful when you're having this conversation because that will lead to intimacy. And that's also what the whole is now seeking. You know, that's coming from that, a certain level of intimacy. So the stages have changed. They still want the same thing, but they want them in a different way. It's a different level that you have to get to, which is one of the biggest separations between the two. Now, on the surface, they all look the same. A wife and a hoe can look the same. But it's the mindset 
it's their goal, end goal, and it's the stage that they're in that determines whether they're home or the wife. They come off as similar. They look alike. Some may sound alike. But it's the mindset, the goal that they want. What do they want out of this, out of the relation? What do they want? Transaction? Or are they looking for a relation? The whole wants a transaction. The wife wants a relationship. She wants intimacy. And the stage that they're in. I said time is undefeated. Time will change everything because of the stage it takes you to. The stages don't stop. As soon as you're born, the stages start. But what varies at each stage is you. That's the variable at each stage. Some people get to stages quicker. Some get there slower because of the stage. But they all get there. And their stage may look different. Some may not, like I said, some may not want to be married. But all hoping has to come to a close. Even, <laughs> even the old hoes, <laughs> the hoes don't even look the same. <laughs> you know, it changes all the dating. It changes, it changes its title. It just slows down because why, what, <laughs> what changes the mindset and the goal out of it? It may still be hard, but it's a different level. They don't even look like it. It's okay, I dated for three months and go to another one. It's just different forms. You know, you just slow it down. You just, three months old. You know, just, it's just different levels to it. But it's that rapid fire that, that's the problem. Because you do have to date. And you do have to see. And everybody's gonna, not ever going to be a fit. So don't feel bad about it that you hold. It's just, I'm just, you know, relating to this how. Just perspective. I don't look at it like I'm just saying some people. It's, it's just perspective. It's just a different level. That's all. You know, just from, from dating to girlfriend to engage your wife. Ask a man. I ask you. Phyllis, tell me. What's changed for you? Now, I ask the women. In your eyes, what's changed? From the girl, from dating to, to, to engage to wife, what's changed? I answer for you. Once again, just nod your head or wink your eye at me. We want to mess to you. Don't say nothing. I don't get you in trouble. But nothing. Nothing has changed. She's still a woman. You knew you wanted to marry her after the first couple months. Not much has changed. For us, on our end. Now, she's going to change visual and, 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 and certain things, but the basic... Things about who she is, nothing's changed. Just, just got more expensive and, 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 and prices go up. But nothing has changed. We were committed. Guys are married before they're married. <laughs> their husbands before their husbands. Not saying they have all the characteristics, but they make that commitment before they say, I do. They've already said, I do. So I'm just telling you how we are, you know, men are and how we see it. That's a shame. And that's not a bad thing that 
nothing's changed <laughs> from the time that, you know, you were dating to girlfriend to, you know, so forth. But that's basically nothing changed. It's just a com- it's the commitment. It's saying that I want you and I'm going to choose you every day for the rest of my life. That's, that's, that's what the commitment is. But not much has changed. And you don't, you want to grow with each other, but you don't want to change and lose that, initial, that, that love, that intimacy that you have. You don't want that to change. I don't care how old you get. You don't want that to change. You want to keep that fire. You want to keep that spark as you become from the girlfriend to fiance to wife. Even if you're coming from the whole life, you got to leave that behind you and become what you want to be. Change your mindset from, from a selfish mindset to gimme, gimme, gimme to I'm going to give. Stop. I want to receive. I want to receive. Gimme, gimme, gimme to I want to give, give, give. That's the difference between one of the hoes, between a hoe and a wife. Wife is willing to give, willing to to make sure that things are taken care of, the house is running good, a man is happy. I always wanna, they wanna give, but they wanna give to get. So if they're not getting, they're not giving. There's a difference. You see what I'm saying? See how I see them? You see how they're similar? You see, you see, you feel me now. You see the picture I'm painting? You see, you see how they're similar, but they're not? That's why there's a market for hoes. That's why there's always a market. Because if you're not smart, you have your hoe and think you got a wife. Ooh, I got to stop. I'm, I didn't got, ooh, I'm telling two. I got to end this. Yeah. In a minute. I, I, we in it. We might as well get on in it. Yeah, <laughs> if you're not smart, you have your whole thinking she's a wife because they're so similar yet so many distinct differences in them that you'll miss it. That's one of the reasons why I wrote the book. That's why I wrote it because I put, how do you know who Mrs. Right is instead of Mrs. Right now? How do you know what stage your girl is in? Don't take me long to realize, oh, you could be wifey, but you're not in that stage right now. You in the Instagram model stage. You in the everybody want me stage. You in the I need a bag. I need somebody's check right now. You in the I want to be seen right now. I want to be auctioned off to the highest bidder stage right now. You in the I want me a baller. I want me a rapper. I want me an artist. I I want you, the man got to drop a check for me to be with him. You in that stage, which all makes you not Mrs. White. So you have to know what girl you got and then what stage she's in. It's not that she may not ever be a wife, but right now, mm-mm. Now you can try, you can go for, you can hang around, you know, and try to urge her into the next stage, but until. Her mindset changes until her goals change, and until she gets out of that stage, she's probably not gonna be your wife. She's not gonna be what you want. So as we as we wrap this segment up, 
on the wife and the hoe. Take your time. Talk. Listen. Ask the right questions. And you can figure out, do you got a wife or a hoe? Know the difference. Know how they're similar. Know whether where they're not. Know where they want to go. And figure out where you are. So you know what to place yourself in or around. Because what you don't want to do, fellas, is get a wife thinking she's a wife. But she's still at the whole stage. But she wants the security. Uh, ooh, let me stop because I'm gonna get into something else. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We're gonna get into something else, so I'm not gonna touch that. But let me leave you. Let me leave you with this, ladies. Don't don't waste your good years thinking that being seen. Is better than being loved. Don't get caught in that stage. It's a nice life. But realize it's a short season. Do it for a short season. And then get on your job. Because the window to get Mr. Right. Is not open long. And then you'll get what's left. Instead of having your choice. Or picking a letter. Now God's going to send you something. God have someone for you, but you're going to have to do the groundwork and put yourself in a position and present yourself as a wife before you are a wife. Because he's not going to send you someone that's just going that you're just going to run off and mess up. He ain't going to keep sending you people. So you need to make sure you put yourself in the right position. And the sooner you can, the better. Don't try to be everybody's everybody. Make sure you prepare yourself to be somebody's somebody. And fellas, recognize what stage you're in so you can have Mrs. Wright. You can find Mrs. Wright because you don't want to do is end up with a hoe that you thought was a wife. Man. Man. <laughs> you just don't want to do that. There, 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 there's... <laughs> Man, I could go on all night telling you what that's going to lead to, but I want to be, I want to be, you know, uh, 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 careful of your time. And I don't want to uh, belabor your time. So, man, y'all make sure y'all tune in next week as I take you deeper and deeper. Stay tuned for my health segment and closing remarks. So today in my health segment, in my health tip, because without your health, it's not possible to have any wealth. If you ain't healthy, you can't get to the bag, 
you can't make the bag, you can't keep it. In fact, you're going to lose it because you got to take care of your health. So it's important for you to make that a part of your your life, part of that your part of your lifestyle. Because if you make the bag and you ain't around to spend it, it's all for naught. You got to make sure your health is a priority. Because if you take care of your health, your health will take care of you. So today in my health segment might come as a shocker to you, but it's something that I drink regularly, daily. But it's apple cider vinegar. Yes, the apple cider vinegar that your mom puts in your in your cabbage that she cooks with, that she soaks, you know, that country ham with. Some of y'all may not know that if y'all ain't grow up uh, in the country, but yeah, it, it, it uh. It breaks down, so it seasons, makes the ham more tender. It's through that thick, tough skin if it's been cured and smoked after a long time. It's good for that. It's also good in your green beans and your cabbage, as I said, and, and, and your greens and so forth. And other different things, even in uh, chitlins, they put vinegar in. It cuts through the smell, the taste, and adds a little flavor. Apple cider vinegar. But not only is it good for cooking, it's also has six proven health benefits. Yeah. Six proven health benefits that have been used for years. The first one is it's high in acetic acid with potent biological effects. Meaning, apple cider vinegar is made in two-step process related to how alcohol is made, which is probably why it's so strong. If you take a shot of it, it's going to burn all the way down like 151 or something like that. It's hot, so you got to mix with water. You can man up if you want to or be strong, but you <laughs> it's going to burn all the way down, trust and believe. And it's made from apples. But, you know, like beer, it's fermented, it's set in the wild, and, and it's unfiltered, the unfiltered type. Oh, boy. Which has the mother thing, which you don't want that kind. It looks nasty to me, but you can get that kind. Maybe it's more healthy. I'm not sure. I don't drink the kind of the apple cider vinegar that's clear. The kind you can see through looks like apple juice. That's the kind of drink. So the second health benefit is it can kill many types of harmful bacteria in your body. Yeah. I mean, it's used for even outside of body. It's used for cleaning. A lot of people use it for cleaning. It's in a lot of disinfectants that you can use to clean around the house. I mean, traditionally, it's been used for cleaning and disinfecting and treating nail fungus, lice, warts, and even ear infections. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also a good preservative, too, for food. So a lot of foods were preserved and saved, not like the preservatives we have now that get in your body, like sodium benzoate gets in your body and just sits there because your body don't know what to do with it. And it preserves things. Just what it preserves it does. But it keeps E. coli from growing, too. It's good for that. The third one, it lowers blood sugar levels and fights diabetes. I know all the diabetics out here is, is running around, right? What? Yes. <laughs> it lowers your blood sugar levels and fights diabetes. can even help reverse some of your diabetes and, and keep get you off some of that, uh, that medicine that you take for it. You know, type two body type two diabetes is characterized by high blood sugar levels, either because 
of insulin resistance or an ability to produce insulin. However, high blood sugar can also be problem in people who don't have diabetes. It is believed to be a major cause of aging and various chronic diseases. So whether you got it or you don't got it, you don't want to get it. So it's better to be proactive instead of reactive and include apple cider vinegar into your diet. It also helps you lose weight and reduces belly fat, which is one of my favorites, which is why I initially started doing it because of how I travel often, I can't always get to the gym. So I wanted something that would help spur along the process with the little workout I can do until I got home and get to the gym. So I thought that was big in itself. How does it do that? Several human studies show that vinegar can increase satiety, help you eat fewer calories and lead to actual pounds lost on the scale. So if you have a high-calorie meal, just take it along with it, and you'll end up eating a few less calories because it keeps you from being as hungry. It helps you feel full faster. That's what I'm saying, satiety. It helps you. That's what satiety means. It helps you feel full faster. It keeps you from feeling, oh, I need another serving, or I need to eat something else. But you also want to include some moderate working out as well. Number five. It lowers your cholesterol and improves heart health, which is big now. Because now a lot of people are, are, are killing over in their mid-30s and early 40s and 50s from heart problems, heart disease, heart issues, heart attacks, heart failure. You know, all these different problems of the heart is going on. It's in the foods that we eat. So anything that's going to help, it's, <laughs> anything that's going to help you preserve and, and, and prevent Heart issues, because that's the most common, that's the world's most common cause of premature death. Now, we all got to go, but I don't think we were meant to get out of here at 50 or 35 or 45. I'm sorry. I just don't think we were meant to get out of here that early. And so it can increase the risk of heart disease. So regularly consuming vinegar. See, I eat a lot of salads while I'm on the road. That's all I eat. <laughs> I ain't gonna say a lot. It's all I eat till I get back home. Then I may eat something, you know, have a cheat day. But I've even stopped doing that and just get, you know, salmons and fish and things like that. But yeah, on the road's all I eat. So I add apple cider vinegar as like a little dressing to my salads and it adds a little flavor to it. So regularly you get some. All you need is about a teaspoon, tablespoon, or a shot. And uh, just drink it regularly. It reduces a lot of that cholesterol and triglycerides, along with several other heart disease risk factors. So the next, but last, may have protective effects against cancer. Now, nobody's going to say this does cancer, this fights cancer, because why? It's bad for business. If I got to take this cancer medicine or cancer treatment and I don't have to take it no more because of something that's $1.89 for a pint at Walmart, you know how much money the cancer industry going to lose? But you ain't hear this from me. But these is, back in the day, they didn't have cancer treatments or chemo. They had natural, organic elements of the earth. And... 
the causes of cancer is the mutation. The problem with cancer is so bad it mutates. It changes on you. So it's hard to get it all. You know, numerous studies have shown that various types of vinegar can kill cancer cells and shrink tumors. You know now, all the studies of this were done in isolated cells and test tubes or rats, which proves nothing about what happens in living, breathing humans. That said, some observational studies in humans have shown that vinegar consumption is linked to decreased esophageal cancer in China but increased bladder cancer in Serbia. It is possible that consuming apple cider vinegar may help prevent cancer, but this needs to be researched more before any recommendations can be made. So you drink it as, as you wish, but if it even has a chance, it's worth it. Along with all the other health benefits, this is just one thing. This is not eight pills or seven pills. Or, it's $1.89 to help prevent something that might take you out of here. It's worth it. So there's a lot of potential health benefits. And since I take it myself, I know, and I've seen the results, it removes, it, it does help with better fat. It removes that fat out of there. And I don't want to get too, too nasty, but when you go to the restroom, You'll see what I'm talking about. You're like, man, I ain't eat that much fat today. Well, that don't mean it ain't in you. So, and it lowers your blood sugar. I don't have blood sugar problems, all I know. So, it does help you. I think it's a beneficial thing to add to your diet, to mix in your foods. And uh, you definitely want to make sure that uh, you're being mindful in any health tip that's cost-effective that you can add to your diet is definitely worth it. So my closing remarks as we close out this, uh, as we close out this episode. And I hope you've gotten something from this episode. Uh, I try not to take too much of your time uh, as we continue on and make sure you get the meat of what I'm trying to say. Make sure you understand the message that I'm trying to, to give you so you can make the best decision and put yourself in the best position to be able to be successful in, in your relationships, your endeavors, in your life, in your health, and, and in your uh, finances as you continue. Because a lot of these things spill over into your finances, these same principles, you know, relationships that you build. When you're trying to get that uh, get deal done, and you need to partner with somebody. It's about relationships. And a lot of times, if your personal is not the best, it can spill over into your professional, which in turn affects your money. So I thank you for tuning in to the JJ The Voice. And I want to leave you with a, a little something that, that occurred to me. You know, revelation comes to me in different ways. And I was driving down the road, and, you know, it was raining. It's often raining, but this day, something spoke to me as I was driving down the road. It was raining hard. Yeah, it was raining hard. But, you know, I, I, I carry things on my trailer. Sometimes they're heavy. And on hills, I often slow down on the hill because it's gravity is slowing me down until I get to the top and then I speed back up. But it, something occurred to me as I'm looking. And, 
and I have my windshield wipers on fast because it's raining hard. But as I start to slow down going up that hill, because I was so heavy, the rain seemed to lessen. It seemed like the rain was letting go. And I'm like, man, so I had to turn my windshield wipers down to adjust to the rain level. And I'm like, man, did the rain stop? Did the storm pass already? And then I start, got on top of the hill, started going down. And it seemed the rain picked up again. I'm like, man, what's going on? And you know, in Georgia, there's a lot of hills. And then I started going up the hill again, and I started to slow down. And it seemed like the rain let up. So I had to adjust my windshield wipers again. And I'm like, man, what the? And then it occurred to me that the rain didn't let up. How I perceived it, how I was driving in the rain, is what changed. And I thought about, that's how life is often. <laughs> there may be trouble and turmoil going on around you. But if you just slow down a second, digest it, see what's going on, you realize that it may not be as bad as it seems. You don't stop in your storm. You keep moving. But the pace that you move at, you determine. Don't stop. Don't, don't get distracted. You keep moving because a lot of times... The storms calm may look bad, it's windy, but if you slow down, you can get your footing, you can get your balance, and then you can keep on moving, step by step. And so as this rain is happening, <laughs> this is what occurred, I'm just, I'm just telling you, this is how things come to me. And I've been in many storms, many rains on the road. In the truck, I don't even worry about them, but it just speaks to me. Somebody just spoke to me and said, John, hey, no matter what happens in your life, no matter what's going on, just slow down. Take it step by step, day by day, and you'll get through it. Man, I love y'all. I'm JJ The Voice. And I'll see y'all next time. Peace.